Philosopher and poet Walt Whitman once said, be curious, not judgmental. As simple as it is, this little quote can be applied to so many areas of life and can help us positively broaden our horizons. To my right is my lovely co-host, Sarah Collins. Hi, everyone. And one of our goals in hosting this podcast is to provide an open doors to more open-minded conversations around all forms of medicine, some of which you may never have heard of, and other modalities you may not even be sure if you're totally on board with yet. However, without giving yourself the opportunity to learn or even try, it's difficult to know whether or not they would work for you. Sarah and I have both recently embarked on energy healing, massage, and sound therapy sessions with today's guest, and have found some pretty profound benefits, honestly, as well as some pretty crazy aftermath effects, which I'll elaborate on later in the discussion. Today's guest, Cassidy Carlson, is an intuitive body work and energetic alignment practitioner, event facilitator, and creator of the Conscious Kids programs. Her focus is educating students on energy management and intuitive living. Cassidy provides clients with a wide array of tools and personalized strategies to help them take responsibility for their own health and wellness through intuitive eating, breathwork, meditation, energy healing, aromatherapy, massage, myofascial release, meditation, yoga, movement, sound healing, and pretty much everything else because she does it all. Apparently, Cassidy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. We're so grateful to have you on. And it's kind of funny how he says that she really does everything because I actually gifted Denon a session with her for, I think it was his birthday. And he was like, oh, so what does it entail? And I was like, well, everything. Like she really just goes by what you, you need. And her sessions are kind of like a box of chocolate where you don't know what you're going to get, but she somehow knows exactly what you need. And so on Instagram, you go by the name of spiritual coach. Can you describe this for our listeners, uh, exactly what that is and what your clients look for mainly when they come to you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I'm super psyched to be here because I love talking about this. And as you say, um, it's really anything and everything that you particularly need when we're working in the energetic realms and really on all levels, not just the spiritual level. Um, we can basically use anything that's available to us. So I'm really grateful to have a background in a lot of different um and trainings that allow me to support people that I have training with, you know, different psychology and then also um, physiotherapy, the body. Um, there's a lot of like mental aspect to that too. People's physios end up being their like therapists sometimes or their massage therapists too. And so lots of training and like hands-on practice with all of that. And then it translates into um, you know, basically what I do is I tap into the Akashic records and that's like the living library of your soul's blueprint. And through that, I can channel your higher self. So I know what you need <laughs> and exactly um, in the moment of now. I don't do a lot of like kind of future predicting, although sometimes people need to hear something or some encouragement. So it's really basically a spiritual coach, in my opinion, is like guiding a person to align more with universal truth and to trust themselves, trust their intuition and take responsibility, as it said there in my bio, for managing 
you know, not only their physical health, you know, we all want to eat healthy and nourish our bodies properly, move our bodies the way they want to move um, and take care of ourselves. We also are energetic beings. We have these other senses. And so it's time for us to manage that and make sure, you know, we know what's happening with our energy and through this awareness and embodiment that we practice through breath and presence and sound healing vibrations and energy movement through massage and body movement, we actually, you know, open up the the door for spirit to kind of take take hold and guide us to our own medicine so yeah i feel like I, i'm so blessed to work with so many different medicines and to guide people to align with their medicine so i just kind of get to step aside and be an open channel for what comes through and then you know i have this added benefit of having all these things i've studied that then i can offer a little bit more um perspective and you know different options for people and that's why I'm so grateful to connect with so many different practitioners leaders um, coaches experts in their fields like you guys so that I have places to refer people for continued support because it's really a lifestyle that we're, we're going for you can't just you know decide to have a diet and overnight you know um, or like over the month you know you have your diet you restrict yourself and then you just like go back it's it's like we want to get to the root of the problem the root of why we're doing the things we're doing whether it's like addiction to harmful emotional patterns or you know addiction to like binge eating or netflix or you know our own suffering so yeah there's just so much to what i do but i really get to just be with people and be present with them and that's where the magic happens <laughs> I love that. And I think that many people who are listening to this are familiar with coaches in general. Like you have a nutrition coach or you have a fitness coach. And this whole idea of a spiritual coach to a lot of our listeners is going to be a new concept. And speaking from experience, like even with having a meditation practice and having these spiritual practices in place, the benefit from working with someone who can really connect you to your higher self and can take a step back and who maybe has a little bit more practice in their toes in the water more than you might has been extremely beneficial. And so in the same way that somebody would want to improve their nutrition through hiring a coach, working with somebody who's a spiritual coach who can help you connect really to your spirit has a huge impact on everything else you do, the way you eat, the way you move, the way you think. And so I really think it's so beautiful that you offer all of these different modalities inside of your coaching and your sessions that really help people to connect deeper on a mind, body, and spirit level. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely agree. And one of the things that we did when we were together in our sessions is working with essential oils. And so you were able to choose essential oils that were really suited for us and what we needed in that moment. And in our last podcast, if you have listened to it already, we interviewed Lindsey Graham, who is an essential oils educator. So I feel like this one kind of goes hand in hand to touch on. So how do you know what oils to use for individuals and what do they do and how do you determine what they might need in that moment through the power of essential oils and plant medicine? 
Definitely. Um, that's a, that's a really loaded and interesting question. So thanks for asking it. Um, you know, when I'm working with someone, you know, things will come up and, and it's an interesting thing because part of what I teach, I've been learning, of course, that's how it always is. So, um, you know, I, I notice things and someone might come in and they're like, oh, I'm stressed and I'm like this and I have pain and that. And so you could go to your mind and go like, oh, you know, peppermint oil for inflammation and valor for like courage in themselves. And like, you know, and then there's also this aspect of it just kind of comes through. And so my, my mentor is uh, the person that I started working with the essential oils with, and he also works very intuitively in a similar fashion. Um, and so basically he had me like practice this in his office. So it's like a lot of the um, hands-on teaching is, is what I do too, is like, we can have this experience. So I'd have like, he'd have his rack of oils there and basically be like, okay, like just take a breath, slow down, come into your body and you can close your eyes or open them and just kind of bring your hand towards the oil rack and just like see where it goes and then he's like wow did you like feel the energy or did you like see the energy you can kind of like see it depending on you know when you start to tap into these things if you just clear your mind and um, surrender but yeah so sometimes my hand will just go to the oils like on my rack and other times like I just have it like the name of the oil flash in my mind and then there's all of course like the little aspect of like the mental I mean there's this just one one oil that I'm really into lately, it's called deep relief. And so it's like great for the muscles, but it's really good for this like underlying anxiety current that like most people have right now. Um, so yeah, I just like kind of go, go with like a, a variety of things to choose the oils. And I do have like a wealth of knowledge as well. If someone has a particular problem going on, odds are like a certain oil might work well for them that, you know, we know works against like they have a cold or something like mm -hmm. that you know? there's there's many aspects to to all of our decisions and so part of it is there's a variety of sensory input coming in that's not only physical right it's not only the words I hear them say but it's the the, the senses that I get in the energetic like kind of just guidance what their energy field is telling me and how I feel in my body I almost feel like oh I want to use this oil right now sometimes like and it's like and I also smell the oil with them guide the breath so it's it's a really beautiful like connection and um you know, as I kind of said earlier, like every person that I get to work with teaches me something too, and, or gives me something that I need. So yeah, it's really beautiful to have the creative freedom um, tied in with the passion of like being of service and working with so many amazing, beautiful tools, like high quality therapeutic essential oils and, you know, the beautiful sound healing equipment and, um, just beautiful evolved souls. I find I'm so grateful. I get to work with a lot of people who are influencers, facilitators, um, or facilitators and influencers in training, even if they don't even know it yet. And these people like yourselves are just so like tapped in and so following their passion, their heart, their intuition. It's just like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> 
I love that. And you have an entire healing session on your website called the raindrop technique. So this is solely focused around the use of essential oils for healing. So can you describe to our listeners kind of how that would work and what some of the benefits are of this therapy? Definitely. The raindrop technique is a wonderful technique to facilitate. Um, so basically, uh, one of the, the benefits that people are really loving right now is the immune system boosting, especially winter time, you know, everything that's going on, um, giving our immune system that extra boost. So that's one of the things that the therapeutic oils that are chosen for are like really, really supportive of. And then this technique can also be altered to work with different conditions. So if you already like have a cold, we can put some respiratory oils in. So the base oils are things, as you would probably guess, like oregano, thyme, um, marjoram, peppermint, basil, wintergreen. And these all have um, basically work with different systems of the body as well. The lymphatic system, the muscular system, the joints, like different areas. So it's a really like all encompassing technique physically um, for, again, like stimulating lymphatics, immune system, and then also um, just releasing like tension in the body. So it's a spiritual anointing technique as well, which is non-denominational, but it's done with an attitude of prayer. And that can just be prayer for one's highest and best good, um, prayer for relief from a certain condition, um, prayer to release what's no longer serving us. Um, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. So um, it's done primarily in silence. Um, sometimes, like often I play light music just because maybe there's like other um, noises around if I'm in my office space. So um, it's just like, yeah, really relaxing. And you do a technique that actually um, induces electrical current into the body through um, a rolling movement of the fingers. Um, so you do the spinal points along the bottom of the feet and then it's uh, mostly light touch some kind of like dragging movements it's called feathering and it really works with the nervous system um, to create more structural and electrical balance in the body and uh, it's really cool you can actually measure people before and after this technique and they actually get like usually about half an inch sometimes more um, taller if you, you measure them against the wall there wow. so amazing <laughs> So a lot of what we're talking about, I feel like it, it's difficult for people to totally understand because you kind of have to go through an anecdotal experience in order to realize like every single thing that you did for me leading up to the next point that I'll get to, it seemed like it was perfectly tuned for me. So I know to some people it may sound a little almost woo-woo when she says she reached out for the oil and it chose her or you, it flashed in front of your eyes, but I swear every single thing that you did led to a perfect experience throughout the entire session. Now, one of the things that was really important was I've been doing research into um, sound healing and sound bathing and vibrational healing uh, for quite some time now, actually. And I didn't even know in this little surprise session that Sarah um, delighted me with was um, that we would be working with uh, sound bathing and vibration healing. Can you tell the listeners a little bit more about that and how that works all the way down to a cellular level on the body? Because it is profound and you feel it instantly. If you've never had a sound bath, this is a PSA that you need to go and get one ASAP because it is one of the most <laughs> magical experiences you could ever experience. 
just laying there and you really feel it on like all levels of your being, whether you're a spiritual practitioner or not, everybody should experience this at least once. Now, it's not just like, so Cassidy uses drum systems, uh, which is amazing, but if for anybody who's like a high-tuned biohacker out there, there's lots of machines and stuff that you can buy, or even PEMF kind of works on very similar um, science, but there's machines that will give you specific vibrations for your body. But the way you do it was very interesting. I didn't even know that actually it did it in the same way. So yeah, please tell people about this. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's become kind of like a magical hybrid. And it's really interesting because um, I do one on one sessions with sound. And usually those also include massage. Um, any session I do with sound will also include just feeling and movement. And so, um, you know, like, all of this, the work that I do is really just kind of surrendering to the experience and the moment that you're in. And so I've been practicing this for years so that I can offer these gifts in the way that I do it from a surrendered place of like really not feeling self-conscious or um, trying to control what's going on and um, just, you know, letting the, the sound flow through um, at any time. So often when I'm working on someone, I might um, speak some light language and, you know, it could be whispered or it could be like more kind of dramatic, it could be high pitched or it could be low pitched. And so um, using, you know, the vibration and the harmonics of my own voice, um, sometimes going into other sounds to help people release, even if I'm like pushing, giving some pressure on their spine, like maybe it's like a low kind of like, oming or like kind of moaning almost to release and so these sounds are like really magical that way and then you know there's this other aspect that I use I have some beautiful gongs in my space um, I place them at different points around the table um, and you know the vibration of these healing modalities again like you said working on the cellular level so um, basically everything in the universe is harmonics and it's all, you know, these patterns, the sound frequency patterns, the patterns we find in nature. And so um, as we like work here, we can feel ourselves and I'll guide people into awareness of this and meditation with this as well, because they can really like sense and sink into the present moment. And yeah, it just like really helps to release like stuck energy blockages and help our body to kind of function and communicate better just like the the pmf mats that you mentioned um they help ourselves like resonate together at one frequency uh-oh i see we're here <laughs> you're good <laughs> <laughs> Let me start over on that point is um, the, the just like the PMF math there, they um, help our cells resonate at one frequency, like they put um, metronomes on the PMF mat, and they all like go together, right? That's like one of the advertisement things for it. And uh, so that's what we're doing. And we're asking ourselves to resonate together. And so there's this other beautiful aspect to my work, and it's that I also facilitate um, devotional singing circles. Um, and so that's really beautiful because as people, um, you know, practice the harmonics, they're actually tuning their own body. So, you know, in a private session, maybe I'm encouraging you to make noise with me, 
you're getting that practice, you're tuning in the circles. We also do toning. So we tone each of the chakras and that vibration, that resonance, like not only does it open our throat chakra, which is very closed for most people. And it's why we have so many issues with communication and like in the world at large, I feel. And so, um, it just, you know, it's, it's, there's so much magic to these harmonics. And as we sing together or as we sound bathe and move energy together, we come into this resonance and this like harmony with the universe and all that is right. Because everything's vibration. Everything is waves down from the cellular level to the macrocosm, you know, of the galaxies. So it's, it's just so beautiful. And a lot of these tools too really take you on a journey that feels sometimes kind of extraterrestrial or like you're floating, you get down to different brainwave patterns because it just releases the mind. It's just so, so beautiful. And the final aspect there that probably the most important one, speaking of the essential oils, um, any body work that you do, in my opinion, and also sound healing is the breath work aspect. Um, Breath is just magic, and I feel it's a very critical component to any effective modality. Whether you just are relaxing and breathing, like during an acupuncture session and going into a meditative state, or doing yoga. Um, so I do a lot of like demo, like breathing, and I also do facilitate some breath work to um, reach different states and move energy in the body that way. It's really, really powerful. <laughs> And I think for many people who are just starting to get into maybe a spiritual journey, breath is their first experience of being able to connect with their body in a different way. And so Absolutely. it's really interesting because we've been breathing for our whole lives. And then what changes is the intention and the connection. And so breathing is a physical experience. But for many people, especially like from my experience in teaching yoga, this is really the first and kind of primary way where they begin to connect deeper with their body and understand how energy moves in their body and how bringing in certain energies, bringing in this breath enables different feelings and allows them to release. And so breathwork is so important in pretty much everything. But for listeners who maybe want to start tapping into a little bit more spiritual work, just taking a few minutes every day to connect with your breath and to focus on deep breaths and just noticing how they feel can be so beneficial. And especially throughout the day where everyone's all worked up and you're maybe sitting at a desk with your shoulders up by your ears, having a simple reminder on your computer like Denon does to remind you to breathe throughout the day can be just a beautiful release no matter where you are. And so for those listeners who are out there, we touched a little bit on chakras earlier, and some people may not be familiar with what a chakra is. So Cassidy, do you want to explain to us what the heck a chakra is? Yes, I would love to. So um, the, the most known is seven chakras, which are energy centers of the body. So they're along the central meridian line in our body, um, and they basically have different frequencies and different emotions that they resonate with. Um, 
what was I talking about the chakras in relation to? I can't remember. <laughs> but basically, if we're doing a sound healing, um, yeah, that's what it was. We're, uh, we're, so we start with the root chakra, which is, you know, like basically like our primal like embodiment on the planet. And we'll do like a, a very low uh, primal tone there. And, and then moving up to the sacral chakra creation center. This is like the most brief um, solar plexus is the the will center um heart chakra we all know about that and most of ours are you know needing some love and energy so i i totally agree with sarah if you want to take a few breaths with your hands on your heart chakra opening your chest especially if you're at your desks um really powerful center to just give yourself energy and love and then we have the throat the third eye and the crown so speaking, singing, expressing, um, you know, our inner vision, our intuition is associated with the third eye and the crown just associated with kind of that channel, like what we were talking about earlier, like the higher energy and the universal truths. So those are the, the quick, quick chakra breakdown for you. <laughs> Breath is, is very important from what we were talking about earlier. And I don't think enough people actually take that seriously enough because like Sarah was saying we just naturally breathe it's an autonomous thing that our body does however even since we were young kids most people aren't breathing correctly and there is a correct way to breathe and it's very difficult because a lot of these traditions that anybody may have been taught whether that may be a yogic or anything else a lot of the times there's a balance between uh, both nasal and mouth breathing and that's fine for a relaxation purpose, but the science actually a lot of the time is even showing how mouth taping and completely closing the mouth and allowing us to breathe nasally has so many benefits to the body, not only structurally with my spine and my chest cavity and actually expanding it properly, as well as our palate and our mouth and keeping a strong jaw posture, but as well as even from our brain. Uh, a lot of the times, if we are not breathing nasally, for example, um, we are not getting enough oxygen into the deepest parts of our lungs. Therefore, our brain function will be suffering throughout the day. So I even go as far as I haven't started mouth taping. I think I might even start mouth taping at night. It looks crazy. Anybody who's listening, <laughs> it's it's important, but you look a little silly. I do nasal strips on the nose to keep my nose open. Specifically, Caucasians, actually, uh, we have smaller nasal cavities and they're more likely to get blocked. Therefore, it's actually important that most people at night keep a nasal strip on just to keep it open so they don't start mouth breathing. You'll notice a significant difference in your brain capacity the next day if you're breathing through your nose at night as compared to your mouth. If anybody wants any more information on those things, there's two excellent books that will go into um, how proper breathing impacts not only your mental state, but performance in all areas of your life. Uh, the first book would be Breathe by James Nestor. And the second mm -hmm. one I would recommend would be The Oxygen Advantage by uh, Patrick McEwen. Those are both excellent books. So now breathing aside, I noticed that after we went through some of these modalities of healing and just energetic work that we had in the practice, I had some pretty crazy aftershock effects. Now, throughout the, the breathing and everything that happened, I felt incredible for hours afterwards, like literally hours. I think we finished our session at like five o'clock and all the way up until nine o'clock, I felt like I was on a cloud. It was sensational. But at about eight o'clock, I started to feel this overwhelming feeling that I just wanted to cry. And I was like, oh man, like, do I have this underlying depression that's like starting to set in? 
I had been having a couple hard weeks leading into this and I wasn't <laughs> sure because I was having a couple tough weeks and nine o'clock hit and I just couldn't stop crying. I laid there for two hours and I even looked at Sarah. I was like, what is wrong with me? I feel fantastic, but I just want to cry. Was this an effect from perhaps us pulling some stuff out, out of me or, or what is, do people expect these kind of experiences afterwards? Because I was beyond confused. I obviously texted you not long after, but <laughs> explain this yeah. to people. Is, is there reactions that they're going to face afterwards? Yeah. So thank you. Um, thanks for sharing that beautiful and vulnerable experience. Um, you know, I, find a value in not putting too much in people's heads about what to expect. Um, that being said, I do like to give people permission. Um, and I, this is something that's been a deep practice for myself, you know, giving myself permission to express whatever I'm feeling and let it move through me. And so, yeah, like you were really open and really surrendered in your session to whatever would be. And I believe that we were releasing like some lineage and ancestral stuff. And so sometimes that is, it's our stuff, but it's also in our lineage. And so it feels like there's this grief or this like, almost like despair, this just sadness and this need to like move that through our, our physical bodies and our beings. And I believe that we agree to, you know, kind of do that in this lifetime. And that's part of the work that we're here to do. So I do sometimes tell people, you know, just like drinking lots of water because you're moving things again, you're releasing at the cellular level. Um, if there's massage, you're also moving, you know, toxins and stuff in the body and you're releasing whatever we're working on energetically. So like lots of fluids and basically emotions may come up. Um, don't attach to them is my advice. Um, don't judge them. And again, like you, you kind of said, like what's wrong and nothing's wrong. It's just energy moving. So just allow it to move. Right. And surrender to it. And some people will find that they feel really drawn to cleanse in a bath afterwards. And some people will like sweat, um, like even during a session or like after, um, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things. Some people will feel like really called to like outside release through like walking or like touching the trees, you know, um, yoga, like there's just like anything, breath. And so it's, it's really great that you were like present with yourself and felt what was coming up and just kind of allowed it. Right. And I'm sure that Sarah was like a great support in that way of just like, yeah, just let it, let it be, let it move. So, um, yeah, it's a practice in surrender and that not like crying or like feeling discomfort, um, is not always a bad thing. It's actually something that, you know, we can come out on the other end, like, feeling a lot better, feeling a lot lighter and moving this residual energy of pain and suffering that I really believe we're done with. Like we're here to raise the vibration through moving some of this through us and, and it's a sacrifice to do it. And it's also a blessing because, uh, you know, I, I believe you also shared with me that you've been feeling pretty great since that. Um, as I well. have like, honestly, since the day we worked together, I feel as if my, my, my vision, my clarity of self and soul, as well as my, my purpose has just never had more crystal clarity in, in my life. And I, uh, I definitely attribute that to well, maybe even a few of the things that you and I verbally talked about, which I don't think I need to get into on the podcast, but there was a few things that came up that were 
definitely uh, trigger moments for me that helped me realize some things that I, I didn't notice I was I was doing. But I think uh, over this past year, people have been almost moved to going more inwards into their own minds, which can be a beautiful and terrifying experience all in the same time. How can working with a spiritual coach like yourself on an energetic level benefit those who may be feeling um, worried or stressed or perhaps just unsure of where the future is going to be going? Yeah, I really like the way that you phrased that question because I feel like a lot of the worry, um, the anxiety that most people have is something similar to you know what I've experienced a lot in my past and a lot less now. And, you know, it's about like feeling safe and trusting in yourself in the moment in in the universe. And so um, basically, we can like through the connection that I have with people and the safe space that's created for them to just be vulnerable and sit with their pain a little bit and let some aspects of that old self die um, with guidance, with support being witnessed in this and in the fact that it's not them. Um, and, and then there's also, you know, this, this guidance from the higher self. It's just stuff that they're not listening to. And this is just encouragement to listen to yourself because there's always signs and to ask for what you need. Um, So basically, you know, what I, I do many things, right. Do actual things, but I really feel aligned to teaching and remembering, helping people remember how to be and how to be guided um, to utilize their energy in a more focused way, in a more clear way. And so I'm really grateful that I can have sessions with people. And often, you know, they, they can go like maybe a month, maybe a few months, like feeling really like driven and guided. And then it's nice to have that place to check in, just be like, oh, I'm feeling uncertain about this, or I'm feeling a little less clear. And, you know, maybe they're like more out of alignment energetically and not um, paying attention to certain things, but we get wrapped up in like the rat race of life. And I feel that, you know, one of the ways to live the most like healthy and balanced, um, joyful life possible is to balance being and doing. Because when you do that, you get to be yourself and you get to do things that bring you passion and light you up. Like, I'm just like, I glow when I talk about this stuff because I love it. And again, coming back to like what we talked about at the beginning, it's a lifestyle. It's a way of living. And so helping people experience that helps people experience a remembering of being more present, of being more connected to themselves and to other beings and to the earth and the cycles that we have. And so that's why I I really resonate with some of um, the work Sarah does working with the the feminine cycles for exercise and nutrition. Um, Yeah, I, I really feel that too. My body will tell me I need you know, more food during this time of the month or around the full moon and fasting at different times. And, you know, it's just, it's really coming back to ourselves. So it's a powerful experience 
that we can have and we can take with us because we're here, we're present, we're experiencing it. And then we remember when those feelings come up again, Ooh, I'm tense. Let me take some deep breaths. Um, let me see if I can breathe into my belly a little bit more and just pause. Let me be a little more gentle with myself so I can actually hear the guidance that is always there for me. <laughs> so one of the things you were talking about there was uh, people are wrapped up in themselves. And I think there's a lot of good pieces in, in what you just said. But for the person who is utterly confused right now, and they're just sitting with themselves and all of these emotions are kind of just festering. We're lucky enough that a lot of the clients that we work with have the ability to pay to work with individuals who are professionals like ourselves. And that's awesome. But there's a lot of people listening who might not have that, especially if they don't have a job right now or um, they've been laid off temporarily. That's a very scary feeling. And finding that, that ratio between being and doing might be a little tough. But what would be three resources that people could use on a daily basis in order to actually pull themselves back into themselves? And I, I think breathing and meditation could be one, but what are a few other things that you would recommend that somebody does in order to help center themselves again? Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, one of the most effective things for me, uh, especially if there's like a lot of energy moving or, you know, like it's hectic work environment um, or, you know, if, if people are just like feeling depressed being at home and like inside like go outside and take some breaths um it's one of the best things for like depression and anxiety to walk outside and look at things that are far away from you um it actually like does this this hormonal effect um you know for me as you say like the the meditation and breath is everything right now it's my my most important practice because not only am i taking care of myself and my energy my cells but i'm also um manifesting and putting positive in like basically expanding potentials out for everyone in the universe um you know there's so many things though. Um, one of the activities, and maybe I'll just challenge your, your listeners here and you guys as well, if I haven't given you this one, um, to, to sit with yourself for 20 minutes, like just set yourself a timer once a week. I mean, ideally once a day, honestly, but maybe a couple times a week to start with and find a place where you can actually just not be interrupted and you can be with yourself. Take a few deep breaths and just ask what you need. Um, and you know, not really just like allow whatever comes in to come in. Maybe it is meditation or breath. Maybe you need to move your body. Maybe you want to put on your favorite song. Maybe you want to sing, dance, stretch, um, go outside for a walk. Maybe the best thing that your body really needs right now is to cook yourself a nourishing meal or to, um, you know, do an Oracle card reading or whatever it is that you like to do. Maybe you just sit there and stare off into space. Um, you know, so my recommendation is to find your medicine and I can also help people do that. I do, um, free 15 minute consultations and I also have some discounted options via like the phone right now to kind of like streamline a session there. So, um, I have a special on for like $40 for half an hour. And sometimes you can get the clarity you need. You can get like the reading and like a little bit of like, okay, I should maybe go for like work in this sector now. And, you know, it's, it's like, sometimes we aren't willing to 
do an energy exchange to support like what we need support ourselves. But sometimes we need to invest in ourselves, even if it's just like 20 or $40 or 15 minutes of our time to schedule a phone call. Cause like, you know, I, I, I'm so grateful to have clients that pay for my services that appreciate and um, feel the work that I do and know that it improves their lives. And my goal is to have more of those so that I can help more people who don't and to, you know, work on a, a bigger level and that's part of the work that I do with like the youth as well um, looking to expand some things exciting things are kind of coming across my radar for that right now and I feel like it starts there because we're breeding like a society of people who are anxious who feel separate from each other who you know like don't know how to support themselves in these ways and so I feel like these are some of the the most crucial skills that we can like teach is to get back to some of these basics of being so that we can actually use our energy and do more efficiently more effectively more harmoniously more aligned with our passions and uh, more aligned with helping everybody on the planet instead of just ourselves trying to get ahead and you know all these old ways that are just dying they're just dying (laughs) one of the important points i think you made there was asking yourself what you need and i think that's a critical point to expand on because people nowadays have so many inputs of information in their life for example even on this show right now there's three people who are talking maybe giving little uh, points and resources for you to then take into your life but the problem is i think we've almost got a little disconnected from ourselves to the point where we're always looking for that external voice to say you can do this so i really hope as as cassie gave you that challenge to sit with yourself starting with once a week when Mm. she says to Ask yourself what you want and just sit there without judgment and being able to go through the answers that pop into your mind. You have permission to do that. And I hope that gives you the validation for yourself to move forward and be able to continue doing that in other areas of your life. Because that is such a powerful thing when you realize that you truly do have all of the tools already there to be able to help making these changes uh, that will develop the life into what you vision. Yeah. I'll elaborate. On that method. Sorry, Sarah, did you want to say something? No, you go first. Okay. Um, so as you're you're sitting with yourself for, for the start of those 20 minutes, um, I invite you to really drop in and feel what it is that you need. You you can't you said it, and I don't know if I said it that well. Rather than thinking like what you need or what's on your to-do list. And if you can't get that out of your head, then write it down, have some paper next to you. I'll do that later. But what do like I feel is in my highest and best good at this moment right now. And, you know, feeling that. And then, as you said, we can start to practice that in other areas. And one thing that I do, like, especially in a lot of intro sessions with people is muscle testing. So feeling what a yes feels like in your body, feeling what a no feels like in your body and going with that. And if it's not a hundred percent, yes, if it's not like a yes, it's a probably a not right now. And, you know, people giving themselves permission for not right now, or, Hey, let me think about it. Or, Hey, let me like disconnect from your energy. Cause I feel like your energy is influencing me to feel like it's a yes, but maybe it's like not really a yes for me to you know, go to this place or eat this food or, you know, make these plans. So yeah, I just, I invite you to, to play with that and to feel 
what feels aligned to you because you know what it is. You feel it in your gut and you oftentimes make other decisions that you waste time, energy or money or all of the above because you weren't following what really felt true to you. So, yeah. Yeah. And I was also going to bring up the same point of asking yourself questions, which is something I do with almost all of my clients, because as Cassidy mentioned, you know, the answers I have clients who come to me and they say, Oh, well, you know, I think this, but da, 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 da. And I say, actually, you know, that to be true and you haven't trusted yourself. So you're giving yourself all these other reasons. And there's some people who are listening to this who might go and put this into practice and sit down and you might not know what the answer is that you're looking for at that time. And that's okay. Take some time to kind of work through things and give yourself permission to not know and to understand that going based off of what you feel is something that oftentimes needs to be relearned and that it might take some practice and that the better questions you ask, the better answers you get. And so Mm -hmm. sitting down with maybe giving yourself a list of questions. So some I use with my clients just as like a morning practice or whenever they feel called to do it are, how am I feeling right now? How can I support myself right now? What do I need right now? And what feels right for me? And then throughout the day, asking questions like, if I loved myself, what decision would I make? Because many Mm -hmm. people, they want want self-love. They want to feel good but they've never asked themselves what makes them feel good. And so we're always searching for something without actually answer, without us asking the right questions for ourselves. And so taking it a step back to actually tuning in to what you need, what makes you feel good and what is true for you, not only allows you to just feel more connected, but to show up better and more aligned in every other aspect of your life. And so having like a few questions that allow you to create that space to understand yourself and then giving yourself permission to act in alignment with the answers you get. Because another thing I see a lot with clients is that they ask themselves these questions, they get an answer and it ends there. But that's not the end of the work. The end of the work is giving yourself permission to live in alignment with the answers you receive when you tune in to your intuition and into your wisdom. And I think that that's a really important part of this as well. Absolutely. Yeah, those are all great points for sure. And I'm glad that you do that with your clients and not surprised because it's, uh, you know, that's why people have coaches too is because we get in our heads and we tell ourselves things that aren't true because we're programmed to do so for years and like generations if you want to go there like your lineage it's in your cells it's in your cellular memory so as we like work with these things we you know call ourselves we have the awareness we talk about it we're witnessing each other in it and then we start to move the energy through sound vibration and actual physical movement of of energy through the tissues it's like just a super uh, effective way to get that out and then sometimes you know have emotional releases and stuff like that and again I want to like praise you because I feel like that's um, something that a lot of men are like resistant to and like a lot of men have had trouble historically um, surrendering to that point in their sessions and you're just like so open and then like also vulnerable to share that and I'm seeing it more and more um, working with more and more men in this work as well and it's just like super encouraging so I uh, love to see the empowerment 
embodiment in the divine masculine and the divine feminine within all of us. It's really coming into balance. <laughs> I agree with you. I think the mask of masculinity has been strapped too tightly to the past generation's face to the point where as we're starting to move into, a, I feel, a more open climate for conversation, um, our generation is starting to be able to take that off and be more vulnerable in situations where they may not have been before. But I thank you so much for coming on the show today. If anybody wants uh, the resources or anything we've talked about in this show, please head on over to embodiedwellnessco.com slash blog slash 008 to find any of the resources that we've got. But most importantly, where can people find you at? Um, yeah, so the best way to contact me is through social media or email. Um, so uh, my email's on my social media accounts. You can find it there. And the social media account is uh, Aroma Flow Healing. And Aroma is spelled with two A's. Um, and, you know, as we were talking about too, like I am doing some um, like family bubble, like healing sessions with the sound and everything. So that is something that is available at this time, just, you know, in a, in a nice, safe way for people. And, and uh, it's really important work for us to be doing like with mm -hmm. our family as well. So it's, it's really like warms my heart to have that option and to also get people into the conversation with like their family and the people that they spend the most time with so they can be themselves together. So beautiful. So hopefully things open up more and we can keep sharing more and more of this beautiful energy. Um, and yeah, uh, I don't know, Instagram, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I will link to all of that on the uh, podcast notes on our blog. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. This podcast provides general information and discussions about health and related subjects. The information and other content provided in this podcast or any linked materials are not intended and should not be construed as medical advice, nor is the information a substitute for professional medical expertise or treatment. If you or any other person has medical concern, you should consult with your healthcare provider and seek other professional medical treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you may have heard on this podcast or any linked materials. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or emergency services immediately. The opinions and views expressed on this podcast are of no relation to those of any academic, hospital, health practice, or other institution.